0: Welcome back, folks, to the Mailwright Show. This is episode 230. Got my great co host with me, um, Robert. But also, we've got a great guest. We've got Jeffrey Broger um, from CZ Digital. Uh, um, And we're going to be talking in this episode a number of really interesting subjects. But um, our starting main subject is how to nurture your leads. In 2020, in an effective way. I'm gonna let Jeffrey quickly introduce himself and then Robert. Jeffrey, would you like to quickly introduce yourself to the listeners and viewers?
1: Yes, absolutely. And thank you for having me. My name is Jeffrey Broger. I'm the founder of two real estate companies. Uh, the first is Steezy.digital, as Jonathan mentioned, and the second is realnurture.io. They really both have the same mission. Uh, One of them is just geared more towards brokers, and the other one is geared more towards agents.
0: All right. That's great. And I've got my great co-host, Robert. Robert, would you like to quickly introduce yourself to the new listeners and viewers?
2: You know, I would. So uh, I'm a 13-year veteran of the real estate marketing industry. I've uh, worked for most of the many of the main real estate marketing companies out there. And uh, I founded my own about five years ago called Inbound Real Estate Marketing, which focuses on, you guessed it, inbound real estate marketing strategies, which you can find at inboundrem.com. John, take it away, Uh, my
0: man. And I'm (laughs) the founder of MailRite. It's an all-in-one embracing platform to get you quality leads in 2020, if that sounds interesting. You, we, uh, you can go to the MailRite website and you can also sign up. I'm doing a special offer of a free consultation where we work out a marketing or one-page marketing plan for you for 2020. And if that sounds interesting, just go to the MailRite website, click the button in the top navigation and you can choose a time and a place or whatever for us to knock out this marketing plan. So. Jeffrey, um, how to nurture your online leads? Don't matter mm-hmm. how you got them. How do we start the conversation off, Jeffrey?
1: All right. Well, the first thing to know is that based on hundreds of thousands of online leads last year, the average one is about 11 months out. Now, we drive leads. Some of them are in escrow within a month. But as you both know, some, it's a two, three-year journey. And so I, I really think that agents going in understanding that is very important. So now that that's been said, you want to make sure to initiate the conversation instantly. Uh, speed to lead, right? Within five minutes of them coming in, you have to call. And you know, even though our company in and of itself, we're not an ISA team, we're not the instant call team, uh, we focus a lot more on conversation through text and uh, the automation and ai that way but it's super important to when that lead has just come in while the the experience is still fresh on their mind to just make that connection because this is going to be a journey and really thinking of it that way it, i feel is very important
0: right so what are some of the key elements of you know you've now understood that the prospect might take up to 11 months before it might become an actual, the possibility of it becoming a commission check. So are there anything else that, you know, how How do you guide the agent to actually realize practically and the practicality of what you've just said?
2: Do you want to listen to this or do you want
1: me to keep it on that side? I think he meant to mute himself, but... Um, So as far as as the practicality and how it actually works, what we do is is a little bit similar to MailRite in that we focus mainly on Facebook advertising. The, The Facebook ad generates the lead and then it's instantly integrated with the agent's CRM, right? So instantly it comes into the CRM. We prompt our agent, hey, when that comes in, either have you or have your team, give them a call right away. If you don't, that's somewhat okay because we will instantly deliver... The item of value that we promised that lead, a list of homes, an instant home evaluation, you know, whatever the campaign is promoting, and we'll also allow them to interact with a very sophisticated real estate chatbot that's AI enhanced. So even if they don't click a certain button or do a certain action that we really want, and they they just text back, that's cool. We have conversational AI on the back end that helps to understand you know, natural language processing and and how humans will specifically a real estate buyer lead or a real estate seller lead and how they will ask a question at the beginning, middle and end of their journey. And then, you know, we can do the auto scheduling onto a calendar and and all that stuff. But um, that's the beginning of the journey is in that first 5, 10, 15, 20 minutes. And then the lead's going to move on. The lead's going to move on with their life and go do whatever they were doing, go back to work. They were on social media for a little bit, right? So at that point, we initiate lead nurture campaigns that I believe it's, it's very unique in how they've been created. Because number one, we focus on mobile first marketing. But the, the really big thing to understand in 2020 is that communication has been changing for the last five years or so. It's been shifting towards the mobile device. right? It's been shifting away from everyone always being on the phone, everyone always leaving voicemails and calling each other back to now texting. And then past that, now people are focusing on text, video, one way where they'll send a video and then uh, the video is sent back, but at a time that each person can consume it. So that's where communication is really going is... Sending a message and being able to consume it at any time of day. So that's what we focus on. You know, we focus on channels like Facebook Messenger, SMS Text, and you know, coming soon, WhatsApp, Instagram messages, and and the areas where everyone is really focusing on today. And that's how we deliver real estate lead nurture. Rather than going into an email inbox with thousands of unread emails, right? It's just we, we need to branch out of that one channel of communication. And so we are very mobile first centric on the journey after the lead is generated.
0: Oh, that's great. Over to you, Robert. Uh, okay.
2: Um, so you're saying mobile first and, and you're staying. So this, so first of all, let's, let's, take it back a couple of steps, because you said you had two companies. Sure. You had uh, the more traditional company, which is working with brokerages, and you have RealNurture.io, and usually anything with the .io suggests uh, an S-A-A-S as a service. So I'm assuming that the .io is where the, auto, like, if you're going to try to figure out where your products are, it's going to be there that you're going to go get the SaaS product, right? The nurturing that you're talking about, the chat, the AI. Is that correct? Right. Yes? Okay. Um, So, all right. So who is your, so for this chatbot, this AI, because depending on the environment that you're installing an AI in, such as a brokerage, a website, AI is going to have to operate differently, which you probably know. So who is this AI aimed at? Is it a resident? Is it a real estate agent with a website? Do you have a landing page environment that you send somebody into that has an IDX? connected to it and that's how your AI is operating. Like while local has an AI too, but it's designed to operate within their very specific ecosystem. So I'm kind of curious to know hmm. a little bit more detail on who is this designed for and how does it really actually operate.
1: Sure. And thanks for asking that question and also clarifying. So this AI is geared towards working within a agent that has an IDX, and we can really help to facilitate the conversation and schedule the call. I have a background in sales and sales management. I mean, my first six years in business, that's all I did was direct sales. And so I think I'm a little bit unique in the sense that I have an intimate understanding of the struggles and pain points of a sales representative. And... When I got into real estate marketing and technology, I looked at the sales cycle as a whole and I thought, realtors are wearing so many hats. What if we could help them to generate a qualified sales conversation you know, and let a quality agent talk to a quality prospect? And isn't that the real goal? And so that's where the AI was, was really born and created with that goal in mind. It's not going to sell the home and close escrow and do all of that stuff for you. That's not the point. It's not here to replace the agent. It's here to help with all of the back and forth, the quick question, answer in the beginning and middle, the nurture phase, right? So that we can then schedule that call. We can deliver value. We can uh, create what's called affinity with the lead and the agent or the lead and the brokerage by delivering value and having them know, like, and trust this agent or broker prior to ever even having the call. So that's the goal. And currently, we work within the agent's IDX for MLS search. However, we within the next month, uh, we actually are about to launch a native integration for both text and Facebook Messenger follow-up, where... Um, I can't say too much about it because we've signed NDAs and everything, but um, we're partnering with an amazing company for specifically for data. And we'll be able to do some amazing things like um, an, a lead could ask, what school would my kid go to if we bought this house? And it would say, bam, and get right back to him. So some of those quick question and answers um, could actually be pulled from our side of it, not just relying on what's available through the IPX and always sending a link um, it could actually have more of a fluid conversation and be an assistant to the agent. Next meeting. Okay.
2: All right. So that got me halfway to the answer I was looking for. And, and thank you for your answer. But let me let me ask a que- the question a different way. Um, okay. If I buy your chatbot, and I'm an agent, like I install this uh, and I've got a WordPress real estate website. I've got IDX broker on it. I install your software as a service. So somebody visits the website. Is there a chat box on it that kicks off the cat conversation? Is that what you're hoping? Is that the initiation? Is that, is it a landing page with a contact form? How are you hoping the conversation starts and where does your chat box link in?
1: Right. So great question. Thank you for, so much for clarifying that because um, I would have totally overlooked that and assumed that everyone knows. Um, we help to generate leads as well, or we can tie into your main lead generation tools. So the, to answer your question directly, the website widget, that's only going to capture about 0.5, maybe 1% of your website traffic. And depending on your website volume, that could be almost nothing. (laughs) So that's not what we fully rely on. Um, And when we say real estate chatbot, we don't only mean the little website widget. We really mean a more conversational experience. Messenger marketing, um, focusing on Messenger and SMS as marketing channels, but having AI and automation behind it to help you. Uh, So that's really the focus. And honestly, our primary lead generator are Facebook ads. Uh, We we can run facebook ads we can run google ads we can do all kinds of custom lead generation campaigns and then on the on the saas product we have templates and training that the agents can go through in order to set that up for themselves but those are by far the, the primary lead generators they don't even have to touch your website and they can go straight from a facebook lead form into the chatbot experience seamlessly boom and by the way integrate with your crm along the way got
2: gotcha. you well that leads up to a whole bunch of other questions, but, but I'll stay away from those for, for the time being. But I will say this, that, that also means what you just described would be a system that could in theory be a landing page lead generation system such as bold leads. Like there's a lot of different lead generation methodologies that we as a, a show have talked about and that John and I have been exposed to. And for mm-hmm. the sake of clarity for our audience some of the people listening to us for years now will, will be sophisticated. And some of the new listeners who are brand new to real estate, we lost them long ago in terms of <laughs> the conversation that we're having because they don't understand how AI is going to apply. And I'm actually trying to get, break it down to a point that somebody understands how it would work. So somebody who's on a landing page starts a conversation inside, like let's say they submit a contact form But if you're connected to Facebook Mm -hmm. in general, like you're doing that on Facebook, what I think that people don't understand is that the second you submit, you could get something inside your instant messenger chat. And -hmm. if somebody responds, that's where the AI kicks in. And that is where, and they're going to do this all on a mobile phone where they may not even been expecting it. And in the little lightning bolt kind of circle, there'll be something that says, oh, there's a new conversation and it's going to be a follow-up question to the information that they submitted, such as when were you looking at buying this property on five four nine one sheet that you just liked or submitted? Am I right? Am I close? Yes. To how that would work? Okay. So um I guess my question for you then is you're 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 also breezing by like this massive amount of details, such as you're saying that the AI does the initial part of the sales conversation, but not the latter half. To me, as an experienced salesperson, what you're saying is that maybe it takes the lead from looky-loo, which is a big problem with Facebook leads. They tend to be high volume, low quality. So the way I'm perceiving your, your AI might work is you're saying, hey, I can get rid of the people that really have a whole bunch of very not ready kind of conversations like, can you rent that house on Heath? That is obviously not a question that a salesperson wants to answer because it has right. nothing to do with purchasing the house. So maybe the right. chatbot says, are you ready to buy or are you looking to rent? Whatever, I'm, I'm just making it up as I go. But it could take them from that all the way through, yes, I have financing, Is that you know to the point that it's a semi-qualified lead, they have money or a loan or they don't, they're interested in a particular property, pro- property in a particular area. And then it can kick that entire conversation over to somebody via a text message that then that person would pick up the phone. How close am I to the way that your service actually operates?
1: Yeah, you are pretty close. And the one differentiator that I would say, based on how you have described it, is that it's not all front end, right? It, It is doing a lot of what you described, where it can help to qualify leads up front. It can help to then schedule them. And then let you drill down and really find out what that particular lead needs. But then it's also support along the way through the process when they have a quick question and they they shoot a message or they shoot a text. And how about the fact that so many leads, especially when they get closer to the actual purchase date or the sell date, they are competed for. Right. A lot of they meet other agents, other people are serving ads to them, they're clicking other sites, you know, heaven forbid, they go on Zillow and they start clicking around and all of a sudden random agents are calling them that don't even represent the property they're looking for. Right. And there's so many issues with that. So what we realized is that 72% of people work with the first realtor they meet. So we focus on really getting front end top of funnel leads and then creating loyalty through the process, reminding them, hey, I'm your agent sending a Facebook message branded to that agent. Boom. Just a little reminder. Hey, here's some value. Here's, you know, next of our, you know, in the buying process, here's the next tip in the selling process. Um, Sending, you know, a little text reminder here and there sending homes. So we think it helps through the process of conversion in addition to the upfront qualification.
0: Well, that's great. We're going to go for a break folks. When we're coming back, we'll be talking some more about this fascinating world on Messenger, Facebook adverts, and communicating with your prospects in 2020. We'll be back in a few moments, folks. Do you want quality leads from homeowners and buyers right in your own neighborhood? Then you need MailRight. It is a powerful but
2: easy-to-use online marketing system that uses Facebook to generate real estate leads at a fraction of the cost you'd pay from our competition. We stand behind our work with a no-question-asked 30-day money-back guarantee. So don't delay. Get started today. Go to
0: mail-right.com. I'm coming back. My guest is abroad. My co-host is roaming somewhere in the US, and I'm just stuck at home. But, <laughs> I, but there we go. I am resilient. I am here for you, listeners and viewers. There we go. I'm not jealous, you know. So
2: Jeffrey,
0: you can tell. Listen. <laughs> um, so Jeff. Um, Let's talk about the Facebook advert side of it because this gets to the crux of the matter. You know, um, Facebook's got some grief lately from the popular press and from the media in general. Um, And their requirements and um, and restrictions around real estate advertising, advertisements have increased this um, last year. And probably will increase a little bit in this year. So, what are the kind of adverts that you've found in general that you can give some tips and insights that have that generate some really good leads um, for your system?
1: Sure. So, to dispel some of the some of the myths out there, uh, prior to talking about you know a specific advert. Facebook, of course, it's—they're always ebbing and flowing based on the recent litigation that they have. You know, big companies always have multiple uh, lawsuits going on, so they're—they're they're working with the public and making sure that data is and, and their privacy is respected. Um, however, the way that Facebook makes money is through selling ads. Mark Zuckerberg said it sitting on a courtroom chair. So, do you think that they're going to? restricted to the level where they stop delivering results for their clients? Absolutely not. So I'm a Facebook marketing partner. Um, I'm a messenger marketing expert. I live in this world a lot. And the whole point is, yes, Facebook has taken away some specific targeting. You can no longer target within a one mile radius with hyper targeting demographics in the wealthiest zip code in your city. Can't do that anymore. But what you can do is a 15 mile minimum, write really good advertising copy, and let Facebook's algorithm find those people anyway. So, with that being said, yes, they took away some of the the tools for marketers. However, they still have all that capability on the back end. And if your campaign is really well written, then the algorithm is going to do its absolute best to find those people for the lowest cost, because that's the entire. That's how the whole thing functions. That's how they get paid. So. Um, yeah. With that being said, you know, no need to fear as long as you're being in compliance. Um, that's what we really help agents to do. It, at the end of the day, you know, yes, we help with advertising, copywriting, um, testing campaigns, all that stuff. But yeah, we do it. But really, I, I feel a big benefit is them not having to then stay up on the latest Facebook advertising compliance update or the latest Messenger uh, compliance update. Um, so we can then already have an update ready for them. Boom. Here's the new way to select your audience, right? Here's the, the new way to use campaign bid optimization. Here's the new way to blah, blah, blah. So with that being said, I'll, I'll deliver a little nugget. Um, I, one of the really classic, um, I say classic cause we've been using it for a while, but one of the, one of our bread and butter ads for buyers is to do a little bit of intent-based marketing, even on Facebook. So you guys are familiar with with intent, right? In, in marketing, I'm, you guys are founders of real estate companies. So Google, they pitch that when someone searches into a search bar with a question, it shows more intent than someone scrolling on social media and clicking an ad. And to a certain degree, I believe that. However, we live in the Facebook world of doing primarily, I mean, 80, 90% of our lead generation is Facebook. So I thought, how could we kind of combine the two? You know, how could we create intent based rather than like interruption style marketing? And so what we started to do at the, around that same time, we were getting a lot of listing videos and a lot of agents that were saying, hey, I want to help promote my listing. I want to help promote my listing. So we generated a two step funnel. The first step is, we're going to help this agent promote that listing. They just paid to have a beautiful drone footage and professional video edit done. It looks amazing. Now the next step for a lot of agents, and I've seen this time and time again, they have this amazing video created because that's what every single real estate conference has told them to do, focus on video, right? So they have this video created, they put it out on Facebook, and they rely on it to just organically be shared around the world. And they get 57 views on this incredible video. What we do is we run a video view campaign to it for a hundred bucks, 200 bucks. And we can get 20, 40,000 local views that are targeted. Now from those views, that's the first step. The second step is we will then retarget and send a buyer ad with the exact same price as that, uh, that first listing video to only people that have watched more than 25% of the video. So it's showing much more, more intent. If someone's watching a minute of a three-minute video, then, right? It's showing that they're interested in this type of video, which is a local home being positioned for sale. So that's a nice two-step funnel that has worked well for us. It's gotten a lot more quality leads than a lot more of the just generic standard buyer type templates. And yes, it's a little bit more complicated in order to actually execute it because there's two steps and there's different campaigns involved. But we found that it it helps to create that intent-based marketing um, that that Google has been so known for. And it's on Facebook for a fraction of the cost.
0: So before I bring Robert in, um, what about uh, you know? Because most agents, most agents, I have conversations. It's seller, it's seller leads that they really um, want. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, can you give some one or two campaigns that you normally run that get some success in generating some reasonable results around seller leads?
1: Sure. And the so the first one, the easy answer is that exact same campaign I just told you. Except you you don't have to recreate it first seller. All you do is you show them the results. When you show up in your listing presentation, you say, Hey, we have the most sophisticated digital marketing program in the city. And if you want to work with an agent and get your house sold, you have to go with me because look, we got 40,000 local people to watch this video, sold this home in 21 days. And so you start to use that social proof it's so much different when your videos start to get that level of exposure and engagement online, then it becomes an asset. So that's number one is you can actually start to now leverage all of this that you are building up over time, this listing video campaign, this listing video campaign, and you just have screenshots in your listing presentation. So that's one. And then a second one, which is definitely a tried and true is the free home evaluation of course, right? So you offer the free home evaluation. And then what we do is we drop them in. Yes, they can get the instant free one. But then we also say, hey, in the chatbot experience, because we have it integrated in there, we then say, follow up one minute later after they click the button. Did you know that a CMA from a realtor is far more accurate than an instant home evaluation? And then we sell the call. So obviously making sure to follow up with, with that. And I mean, there's a million campaigns. So I don't want to just like go off on this geek out on Facebook advertising, but um, is that offering value? Do you think that's, those are some.
0: Well, I'm sure our listeners of viewers could geek out extensively like, if they stay with me and Robert, because we have some real geek outs over to you, Robert.
2: Well, first of all, I love the idea of a nice listing promotion video, promoting it for a hundred dollars, getting those views and then doing retargeting. I would agree with you that for the most part, that two-level Facebook marketing strategy is probably more complicated than, than, than 90% of our listeners would feel comfortable tackling. Sure. I would say, though, that for those of you that are listening that have hired Facebook marketing, quote-unquote, experts, uh, that right now Jeffrey is striking me as a guy that probably knows what he's talking about because, and here's why I'm going to say that, because in my experience, pretty much anybody that's into Facebook marketing can throw on a nice listing onto Facebook. And in my experience, if you know how to write, like even if you're a somewhat novice marketer, you can write a reasonable call to action around a, a, like a good list, a good looking listing. Which right. means that you can generate some low quality contacts and you can generate them Usually, for anywhere for three hundred to seven hundred percent less than you could get a Google lead for. The problem that I've right. run across as a marketer is that those leads are also comparatively far less qualified because of what Jeffrey was referring to, which he's calling intent marketing, and he's very right. You have somebody that's in the buying funnel, and then what, like somewhere along their level of interest, when you enter a search into Google that says. I want to buy a $500,000 home in, in Fletcher on Fletcher Drive. Is there anything available, such as like a very long-term, like long-tail search is what they would call it. That okay. expresses a very high level of intent. And if you happen to be the marketer that captures that person's information somewhere along their journey, looking at homes inside Fletcher, and most likely it's going to be a truly Zillow or a local realtor that's going to get that, You pro- if you can get them on the phone, you've got a good chance of closing a deal, which also Jeffrey threw out a statistic, 72%. I don't disagree with that either. Most of the time the challenge that I've found as a lead generator is getting somebody to communicate with you at all. And if you can do that, you you won half the battle, like right there. If you can get them to talk to you, pick up the phone for the ISA or anybody else or message you, text message you. So I just want to say that doing that second step strategy Demonstrates to me somebody who knows what they're talking about and is willing to reveal that on a podcast because Mm -hmm. a lot of Facebook marketers don't want to give out the secret sauce. How do you get a better than average result? And I'm not a big fan of Facebook marketing. I'm going to let you know right now, Jeffrey, because most of my exposure to it says that you got to do a lot more activity to get the same result out of doing Google. That's my honest to God exposure. But I do know some high, so does John we have run across some high-quality Facebook marketers who can probably beat the odds, like they can. They, they know how. And well, you it seem does, to be one
0: of these. It does really rely on the lead magnet, Robert, and, you know, what the copy in your advert and, yes. and what the lead magnet is. To which is focused is it focused at buyers or is it focused at sellers? And it does need a lot of testing, and that's what we do at right that's what we've been doing for the past six months. Robert is testing a number of lead magnets with copy with multiple sets of adverts, and um, it's really dependent on that. Well, we run out of time because we like to keep it around 30 to 35 minutes, so Jeffrey how can people learn more about you, your company and what you're up to?
1: Sure. So you're welcome to find me online, um, whether it's Google or Facebook, um, you can look for STEEZY Digital. That's S-T-E-E-Z-Y dot digital. Um, by the way, STEEZY means style with ease. i San Diego born, grew up around the extreme sports world. So, uh, you know, that was uh, something that I threw in there. And then, Real Nurture is probably easier to search online. It's realnurture.io. Super easy. Um, that's the website. There's no com or anything. Just type in realnurture.io uh, on Facebook, Google, and it'll come right up. So we'd love to connect. Um, you know, we have both an agent model for an individual agent who wants to upgrade and as well as top broker model. And we can do everything for them and install a system for their team. So um, yeah, that's the goal. We would like to empower 100,000 agents with technology, so we'd love to help
0: out. And you're probably a bit puzzled, listeners and viewers, because you might sound that Jeff's really got a competitive product to mine. Um, not, not so much to Robert, but I'm pretty easy about having general discussions. It's a big market. There's different products for different agents. And it's just great to get experts on the show that can share their knowledge. So I'm cool about everything. So, Robert, uh, um, how can people find out more about you and what you're up to?
2: Um, they can go to inboundram.com and I suggest that they do. Uh, 2019, I was pretty quiet on the content producing front. Um, and John has me on the show because I'm pretty much one of the leading producers of real estate marketing content. There's a few that are better than me, but but not many, it's a small list, and I've done a number of articles that I think are really great. How to picking a real estate company name. Um, I just dropped one today about prospecting for real estate leads, and the show that I've done that John and I do has helped me a lot. It's made my knowledge even better. I put that down in terms of uh, doing a video for these. So, if you're looking for some real estate knowledge and you're not necessarily getting everything that you need off the podcast then I strongly suggest you check out my website. I should be able
0: to help you be a better real estate marketer. And remember, if you're looking for that one-page marketing plan for 2020, go to the Mel Wright website and book a free consultation with me. And we're knock out a marketing plan, like I say, one page, so it's not war beats. So there's a good chance you're going to do it. So if that sounds interesting, go over to the Mel Wright website. We see you next week when we have another fantastic guest like Jeff. We see you soon, folks. Bye.